This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I had no confidence, no self-confidence, very low self-esteem. Felt like the bigger and I always just thought I was fat, I was overweight and I just had a really poor self-image of myself. It was, you know, I weighed myself every day. Um, I had, I was like a binger and a purger for many years. At, at first you would think that it's all about, okay, I have to lose weight, I have to lose weight. But it wasn't even about that. It was really, it began to be about this feeling inside. And I didn't like myself for so long. The moving my body was really the beginning of my transformation. And I really, really realized that it wasn't about trying to be the size of my sisters. It was about how I felt inside. As I started to grow over the years and move my body more, healthier habits started to come into my life. And I realized like, okay, if I can change this habit of coming home after work and binge eating and watching TV, into going to the gym, what other habits can I change in my life? And that was that journey of changing my habits to change my life. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the On Call Empath. I have a good one for you today. My guest is Jessica Dirksen. She is known for her coaching, self-development. And if you guys want to learn about creating healthy habits, crushing your goals, and finally stop breaking your promises to yourself, this is the episode you definitely want to tune into. And I'm talking to the empaths and the highly sensitive people out there. Jessica is actually the founder of True um, to You Lifestyle, where um, she's actually a certified health and life coach, speaker, uh, facilitator, mentor, and a host of her own podcast. So with that said, Jessica, how are you doing today? I am good. <laughs> I'm so good. Good. I'm I'm glad you're finally um be able to come on my show. I I've uh, actually seen you on a couple other podcasts and uh you have some really good information and uh, plus your IG is very engaging so that's what kind of got me all curious about your habit changing and everything. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes, and um it looks like I mean recently congratulations on the uh, entrepreneur uh business award that you got recently and um thank you. <laughs> they refer you to the uh what is it the goal crusher or the habit changer habit is that changer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll just there's a lot of names for you so I'll just uh I'll just pick one of them. But anyways, with that said, tell me how you going to got started in the coaching and how you became a coach? Yeah, I guess the coaching really started. I was working in a job that I didn't like. I mean, 
that's not true. I started in this job <laughs> and I loved it. And I was working with people I was in health and safety and I was really making a difference in there, you know, with the people and working hands on. And then there were a lot of budget cuts after a few years. And my job really just turned into sitting at a computer doing data entry. And that's not my personality <laughs> at all. Um, I need to be around people. I need to talk to people. I need to feel like I'm making a difference and just plugging in data was not, didn't work for me. So I, um, left. I quit yeah. my job and I actually read a book called The Passion Test. And I'm, and I knew I've always known just from my own journey that I've wanted to work with people and make a difference in their lives. I just never was really clear on what that was. And right. So I read this book called The Passion Test. And by the end, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a health coach. There I had you no go. <laughs> idea. Health coaching was a thing. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to do it. So I did some research and I was like, oh, it actually is a thing. And right. I did um, like my certification. And then from there, started my business. And I really realized that health coaching was more than just our health. It was really the life coaching. So then I got certified as a life coach as well. So I can bring in more to the coaching that I was doing. Very cool. Very cool. And I, I think if I'm uh, not mistaken, um, you were you had your you were doing some public speaking or um you you actually do motivational speaking too i do yeah it's very nice i know you've mentioned as a health coach um you don't like we have a lot of people that tune in that have like uh the, some of the challenges they have is starting and keeping like a habit going and have said that you don't really focus on weight first um most of the people kind of assume that and you mo mostly focus on falling in love with who you are today and that plays a critical role in your goals. So do you have like a personal story that kind of led you to that? I do. Yeah. So years, you know, growing up and I, a lot of young ladies can definitely relate to this, but I had no confidence, no self-confidence, very low self-esteem. I constantly thought I was, you know, fat. I was the youngest sister, but I was felt like the bigger. And I always just thought I was fat. I was overweight. And I just had a really poor self image of myself. Mm -hmm. And that really, you know, all these beliefs that I had were in alignment with the life I was living. And it was not great. And one day I, I remember I was done college and I was just in a really bad spot. And I went to see my doctor and he wanted to prescribe me antidepressants. And mm. I, I knew I wasn't depressed, so I didn't want to take them. I also have a really weird thing about taking medication. Like, I just don't like it. I don't like swallowing pills. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> blame like, you. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to take this medication. Like, I, I just need, I'm not depressed. And so he says to me, he's like, okay, if you're not going to take this medication, then what I want you to do is I want you to move your body consistently every day for the next 30 days. So whether that's going to the gym or yoga, whatever it is, do it. And I was, at first I thought he was crazy. I was like, are you sure you have a medical degree? <laughs> so I, but I listened, I was desperate. I knew if I didn't make a change in my life, I would not be going down the right path. And so I did it and I signed up for a gym membership that evening and I started to go to yoga and I started to go to like gym classes and started to walk and then jog and move my body. And I realized, and I was before this, I was very obsessed with my weight. It was, you know, I weighed myself every day. Um, I had, I was like a binger and a purger for many years. And so for me, moving my body wasn't at, at first you would think that it's all about okay I have to lose weight I have to lose weight but it wasn't even about that 
it was really began to be about this feeling inside. Uh And I didn't like myself for so long. And as I started to move my body and, you know, get that energy going, I started to kind of like myself and running became almost meditation and therapy and started was my journey of getting to know who I was. And so that was really the moving my body was really the beginning of my transformation. And I really, really realized that it wasn't about trying to be the size of my sisters. It was about how I felt inside. And then naturally, you know, and of course, this doesn't just happen overnight. But as I started to grow over the years and move my body more, healthier habits started to come into my life. And I realized like, okay, if I can change this habit of coming home after work and binge eating and watching TV, into going to the gym, what other habits can I change in my life? Right. And that was that journey of changing my habits to change my life. And one of the things that I've realized early on in this journey is that when you love yourself and when you respect yourself, you make decisions in all areas of your life that align with that love and that respect. And so looking back, I didn't have a lot of self-love. I didn't have a lot of respect. And the decisions I made were, were completely aligned with that. And now my decisions in all areas of life are aligned with the love and the respect that I have with myself. Very nice. In fact, I like the fact that, I mean, you actually went through it yourself. So that in itself, I feel like being a coach is vital, especially if you've been through it yourself and now you're trying to dedicate your life to helping others. Um, One of the things that I get from a lot of the people that tune in. I mean, most of them are, you know, maybe trauma victims, or they've been through some sort of a tragic event. Uh, some are empaths, some are highly sensitive people. But one of the number one things that I um, that I do find out from a lot of the listeners is many of them run out of steam, or when they start something like a new habit, um, it doesn't last for the long haul and something comes up, like you said, like binge eating and um, it just keeps, you know, you keep doing the yo-yo diet and you do well for a little bit. In fact, I had um, a guest here, uh, Rash- Rashonda Yates, um, I think she was on your show too. And she yeah. was also, yeah, she was here. And I mean, that that episode really, um, really touched a lot of the listeners because of the fact that she actually lost like 60 pounds, which is crazy. But you know, most of the people, yeah. And so I wanted to ask you, how do you kind of coach your clients to make sure that they have lasting change? Because we both know that, you know, sometimes we fall off the wagon and then we go back on and then sometimes we just fall off and never go back on again. Yeah. And I think the falling off the wagon is the diet mentality. And I don't focus on diet at all. Diets don't work. I've tried them all. (laughs) I've tried the food, I've tried the pills. They don't work because the the diet mentality is, you know, we deprive ourselves of something for so long. It's And if, let's talk about in terms of weight, right? We lose the weight and then we're like, okay, I lost the weight. Now I can eat all those foods again. And then you just put the weight back on and usually more. And so you go up and down and you yo-yo. Mm-hmm. So what I focus is all on habit change. And habit change is lasting change. And so I don't know if you've ever read um, the book Atomic Habits, but James Clear is the author. And he talks about, you know, when you change your habits, you're cha- you have to change your identity of who you are. So what do you believe about yourself to be true? So who are you, who are you at your core? And when you change your identity, you're changing your beliefs about yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. you get to choose to what you want to believe about yourself. So you're changing your beliefs. You're changing your judgments about yourself, about other people, your worldview. And that is where lasting change happens. So 
you can say, I want to lose 10 pounds, but that's that diet mentality versus saying, I want to become someone who moves their body every day. I I am becoming someone who eats for energy. I'm becoming someone who loves their body and treats it with respect. That's a lot different than saying, I want to lose 10 pounds. So the idea is you change your identity and you become this person and this version of yourself. That's the healthier version, however that looks like to you. So it's, all the habit changes. And that's why I say don't focus even on the weight because it's focusing on who you are today and life is about growth. So who you are today is perfect. Fall in love with this version of you. Mm-hmm. And now you get to grow and become a different version of yourself. Very well said. So I'm going to throw a curveball at you here real quick. So let's say um, I'm coming to you and I kind of you know, tell you a little bit more personal things. Like I've been through some trauma. I have some self-esteem issues. Um, I have nowhere to, you know, I don't know where to start. Um, can you walk me through the process of just starting the first step in a habit change and maybe what you would tell me to think as far as changing my mindset and moving forward? What's the first thing that you you tell your clients, especially when they're coming from a background of low self-esteem, abuse, and also looking on social media as a um, bar to say, oh, I want to look like that girl or that guy, or I want to have a six pack. But we both know that, you know, everyone's different. So what would you kind of uh, guide me towards? Yeah, the first thing that I always have everyone do and my business coach did this with me and it was a game changer in my life is to ask yourself, what would I love? Mm-hmm. It's all, it's crazy. The amount of people, when you ask them what you love in life that they have no idea. <laughs> right. So at like really journaling on right. this and writing down, what would I love in every area of your life? And what does that look like? So getting as specific as possible, you know, mm-hmm. you can write the number that you weigh, you can write, you know, if you have a six pack abs, you can write the clothes that you're wearing, you know, maybe you're on a beach somewhere, <laughs> but you're writing out this vision from three years from now so that, you know, your critter brain can't come up and be like, nope, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. If it's so three years is a good time because then that your subconscious mind doesn't try and stop you from thinking about this kind of stuff. Right. So you think three years from now, what would I love? And then you're writing it as if you're already living into this person that you're becoming. Right. So I am sitting on a beach in Maui wearing my blue bikini with my partner. And we were just, you know, like getting very, very specific about where you are, what you're doing, bringing that emotion into this vision. So it's creating this vision for your life and bringing that emotion into it. And then once you write this, you take highlights from it and you read it every single day right? This is the vision that you have for yourself. This is what I would love. This is what I'm doing because you've written it as if you're already living it. And the more that you read this vision that you have for yourself, the more you act in alignment from it. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially with everything going on with the pandemic. um, I know a lot of people that I've, I've come across, especially now when some of them are out of a job or they are in a job and they have a lot of pressure. So even going to the gym, eating healthy, and all this stuff is in top of the stress that you already have. It just is sometimes overwhelming. So that's why I, you know, someone like you with your background, it would be definitely someone um, that would be able to help in this situation, just kind of get things in order. But um, I wanted to ask you also, I know that you have a quote that you kind of put, I think I found this on your social media site. 
we can all have everything in life if we just get out of our own way. And I love that saying. Um, can you just kind of tell us what that means to you and why you chose that quote to emphasize? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, well, I <laughs> do believe that. I believe we can all have what we want, but we get in our own way with our mindset, right? Like our brain our head is what stops us. Our beliefs are what stop us. And that's what I love doing with my clients is what do you believe to be true about yourself? And what do you want to believe? Because you get to make that choice. So that quote is really about, we all we're you know, we're the hero of our own story, right? So mm-hmm. we, if we don't like the way it's headed, if we don't like the ending, we get to write a different mm-hmm. story. And so rewriting your journey, rewriting your story. Yes. What happened to you in the past, that is a part of your journey, but you get to change the ending if you don't like the way that it's going. So, but we have to be able to get out of our own way. We, and that's why I think it's really important to work with coaches because they really help us get clarity. If you're not clear, if you don't know what you want, how will you ever get there? So you need that clarity about what you want. And then another really, really important piece is you need to know why you really want it. And I mean like a deep why, because if there's no deep emotional connection there. It's not a strong enough goal and it probably won't happen. Right. Very well said. And I know you mentioned um, in there, like also a hero, um, someone to look up to, like a coach or um, a friend. I mean, we all need to be surrounded by positive people, whether it's friends, family. Um, I think that's like for me, at least in order for me to, you know, get where I need to go in life, I need to be surrounded by good people. Um, And we all have, you know, people we look up to, or do you think it's better to have people involved and, you know, just like a coach and just making sure you're being held accountable? I think there are, I think it depends who you are. So I think for the majority of people, we need that accountability. We need someone to, you know, check in with us to kind of kick us in the butt when we're not doing what we say we're going to be doing. Um, I love the accountability. I love having a coach. I love having people that I can turn to, to, you know, ask the questions and be like, Hey, if I don't do this, I need you to talk to me about it. Like, you know, there has to be, and I don't mean consequences in a super negative way, but I just mean someone to be like, Hey, like check in with yourself. What's going on? Why did you say you're going to do this and you didn't follow through this week? So for those people who are not self-motivated, I know there are some people in the world who are super self-motivated. They don't need anything. They just go get her and they do it. For the people who aren't, I think it's so important to get, you know, whether it's a coach, whether it's a friend, someone who will actually knows your goals and will hold you accountable to them. I'm not saying family because so many times I'm telling you family or not people who hold you accountable they are the people that like to get in your way (laughs) they're gonna give you the food on thanksgiving right (laughs) wow yes i agree with that and um so just circling around i mean as far as like the just the listeners standpoint the empaths the highly sensitive people sometimes are um they get discouraged after maybe they try once or twice and then they just give up Um, what is your take on, um, just let's say like you eat something like a whole pizza and you just got depressed and then the next day you're like, screw it. I'm just going to get off my diet. What kind of intervention do you have in place to be like, okay, we ate it. We're going to move on. We're not going to beat ourselves up. You know, we're going to continue going to the gym like it never happened. What is your take on that whole aspect when you do fall on your face and 
I mean, because I've been there myself. I'm like, okay, I, I did well this week. I worked out every day and then I'll have like a whole pizza, <laughs> you know, my off day. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, wh- why even work out anymore? And all these negative thoughts go in my head. And I think that's normal process to to getting to your goal. But I'm just curious what you think about that. Yes, it's very normal. And I think, so there's a few things to this. So the the first thing is, is, don't I, you know, so many people are like, okay, I ate, I ate the pizza or whatever it is. I'll start tomorrow mm-hmm. again, or I'll start Monday again. And there's always this vision of I'll start another mm-hmm. time, but you get to restart your day anytime you want. So it can be like, okay, I had the pizza at lunch. Now that's it. <laughs> Done with that. Next I'll have my chicken salad or whatever it is that's in alignment with what you're trying to right. eat. But it doesn't have to be, I'll wait till tomorrow. I don't, you know, and so if you start off with this health journey and you really have that clear in your mind, like, okay, if I eat something that's not in alignment, that's okay. I'm going to start again right after. It's not going to be, I'll start tomorrow. So you make that really clear. And that kind of brings me to my next point about, you know, keeping the promises you make to yourself. So if you kind of set out the clarity about your journey right from the beginning of what, you know, if I do something not in alignment with my goals, I will not beat myself up and I'll just start again right after. But the biggest, biggest thing to do when you do something, you know, and the way you kind of worded it is exactly what we do. We get so hard on ourselves and we judge mm-hmm. ourselves. I'm like, oh, I said I was going to eat the burger. I ate the burger. Oh, mm-hmm. Jess, you're such a big fat fatty. <laughs> like, you have no control. Why don't we go into this like spiral yeah. of negativity and we're so judgmental. So it's so important. And what I really, really, really do with my clients is to transform that judgment into curiosity. Get curious with yourself. Why did I eat the burger? And not in a judging why, but really what about what happened during my day to make me want to have the burger? Was I out with friends and they all ordered the burger? Did I skip lunch? And so I was extra hungry. And then from there, once you kind of get clarity around why, you can create your own action steps for next time. So maybe it was just, you were so hungry, you skipped lunch, you worked so hard all day. Okay, I'll prepare myself and bring snacks tomorrow for work or whatever. Yes. You know, but really transforming that judgment into curiosity is a game changer because as soon as we're judgmental that's when we get into that negative spiral and we're like hey screw it all it's over gonna eat pizza every day for the rest of my life (laughs) and i'm glad you said that And, and this is for all the listeners that are tuning in today do not beat yourself up if you fall off the wagon it is you're human it's okay just pick it up the next day like you know, just as you would. And also keep in mind like your habits. Like, are you like, are you angry? Are you, did you not get enough sleep? Are you making decisions on what you put in your mouth based on how you feel at that moment? Because normally for me, I, I noticed when I was up, when I get upset or I get triggered, I'll eat, I used to eat, but now I'll drink like a lot of water and it'll like kind of trick myself. Like I'm full then. So that, that's my little thing that I do like just to trick my brain. But I know everyone's different. That may not work for everyone, but for me, like I know I'm not going to be around any type of fast food or have food accessible in my cupboards when I'm in a bad mood or I'm sleepy because I'm going to go for that and I'm going to go for it 10 out of 10 times. So you're right. I mean, just journal, write it down, but just make sure that whatever your mood is at that moment don't uh, don't act on it. You know, just, you know, if you can wait it out like five, 10 minutes, it usually passes. At least for me, it does. But yeah, another really good thing to do, too, is like it, and you brought this up with the water thing is asking yourself, is this a true hunger or is this an emotional <laughs> yes. hunger? Am I act- and drink, chug the water, wait five minutes. And if you actually 
hungry, go have a snack. If not, you know, some so we have been like raised since the day we were born. You have a craving, it must be mm-hmm. food. Eat the food. But so many times we have to listen to our bodies. Our bodies are trying to tell us mm-hmm. something. And somewhere along the line, we forgot how we, you know, unlearned how to listen to it. So you, you know, asking yourself, is this true hunger? Is my body just craving activity? Is my body craving relaxation? Mm-hmm. It, our cravings aren't always food. So you have to really, really get in tune and start to listen to your body and yeah. ask yourself the question. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up too. It doesn't even have to be food. It could be like any addiction, anything from social media, anything of too much. I know that too much of anything, even like eating healthy and clean, I used to be like that too. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't even have a morsel of this brownie. When you live that restricted, I mean, it's going to drive you nuts. So I think cheat days are very important, um, or at least just something to treat yourself and and you know, like even a bath or going for a walk or do you know doing something nice for yourself. But that's just again, um, you know, especially coming from an empath standpoint. And again, we are very sensitive, um, so we get, a lot of people get triggered easily. And when that triggers happen, um, it's very hard to just step back and be like, okay, what am I feeling right now? And just asking mm-hmm. yourself. So with the trauma victims, it, it is a little bit more challenging. And I understand that. And I've talked to a lot of the listeners, um, but that's why you have coaches like Jessica out there or, you know, um, heroes that you look up to or someone you can check into and accountabilities. So use all those those uh, resources to to help you get where you want to go in life. So, Jessica, finally, I just want to ask you if you can just give us one piece of information to all the listeners, all the HSPs, the empaths that are listening about starting a habit right now. Like, let's say they get off this podcast and they want to start right away. What is the first thing that they can do um, just to kind of get in the right direction and kind of go and get something out of out of this uh, episode, but use right away that you can suggest? Yeah, I think the first, you know, everyone's goals are different. Everyone's journey is different. So really depending on what it is, they, what kind of habit they're trying to create. But the biggest thing to remember is one small step every day. Don't go off this from this <laughs> recording or this episode and be like, okay, I have to change 100 right. things about my life. And all my that is where we're like, wow, this is black and white thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, what I would really, really suggest is pick one goal really understand why that goal is important to you because mm-hmm. a lot of times our goals are goals that other people think are important to us and not our, ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what is the goal you're trying to achieve? And what is one small thing, mm-hmm. the needle mover of the day that will make, get you one step closer. So whether that's, I'm going to add in, you know, a green salad at dinner tonight, maybe you're having pizza for dinner. Mm-hmm. Great. Don't cancel your plans. Just add in a salad. Mm-hmm. Add in some greens to your diet. Greens are the best, you know, they're so good mm-hmm. for you. So just <laughs> Start by adding in a little bit more nutritious food. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cut anything out yet. Just start by adding in a little bit more. Right. And just small, but, but everyone's goals are different, right? So maybe it's, you don't drink enough water and you want, your goal is you want to start drinking more water. Mm-hmm. Great. Just add one cup a day, mm-hmm. a cup a day extra than what you're doing until you get to that goal. But small steps every mm-hmm. day. Don't try and change everything about you all at once or else you'll just overwhelm <laughs> too much. micro habits uh definitely is a lot better like just even if it's 
you know, like you said, a cup of water, uh, you know, some greens here and there with, you know, your pizza, you build up gradually. And um, that's how I actually lost 40 pounds myself. So, I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. Time is your friend and there is no finish line. You know, there's you always keep growing, I feel. But uh, but with that said, Jessica, I mean, thank you so much for, you know, sharing all of your knowledge. And, um, you know, you're very good at what you do and you're helping so many people. So, you know, thank you for, you know, just being on this show. And uh, before we take off, can you just tell us where we can find you on social media for anybody that wants to reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. So both my Facebook and Instagram handles are Jessica Dirksen Health Coach. So you can find me on um, Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, send me a message, send me a friend request, I'd love to connect. And then my website is truetoyoulifestyle.com. Awesome. So with that said, thanks again for being on the show. You guys that are listening, I hope you got something out of this episode. And also, it also helps me if you can hop on over to the iTunes uh, and give me a review. It helps me bring in more people like Jessica and keep going. Thanks again for tuning in. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Network.